mapping out uh, an experience as questions over time actually takes account, into account the fact that there's a human being who uh, doesn't have all their questions at once. Um, questions may lead to, to responses. Responses may lead to more questions. And there's an evolution across that journey. So customer journey mapping is uh, being systematic about figuring out what kind of questions are going to kind of going to come from what kind of people in what kind of situations, and how do we uh, visualize that as a as a team so that we can strategize and prioritize what we should do about it? All right, let's do it. So, hey, Nas, uh, thanks for being on. It's I think is this is your second appearance here on Components. Am I am I right about that? I think I did a coffee and content. I think this is my first components. No, I think you did a components because we did a components on Omni Channel before Omni Channel, I want to say. Right. Okay. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah. So this would actually make you our first returning guest and so far right. our only guest. Although we're going to have a few more um, coming up this season. But you're the you are you have you wear several different um, accolades as it relates to components. But this time around, we're not going to be talking about Omnichannel. We want to be talking about customer journey mapping. Um, I think this is a thing that's kind of been getting interesting in some other spaces and maybe kind of waiting in the wings in the content and the more technical content world. Um, and you are a very effective uh, bridge between those worlds. So we wanted to bring you on and just have you kind of, you know, maybe introduce it to us and then talk about some of the kind of the why behind it and then if we've got some time, we'll dive into, you know, where people can go to learn more and, you know, kind of start to get their heads around it if they're, they find it interesting. What do you think? Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I'm passionate about customer journey mapping. I think it is, uh, you know, one of the next big, next big things for a content world. It's already a big thing in, in other uh, parts of the enterprise. And I think we need to get on top of it. Yeah, so that's a great place to start. Um I'm going to ask you why it's a big thing in a minute, but before we get into why it's a big thing, like you want to just give us the, the Twitter version of what it is? My Twitter version definition of uh, customer experience is questions over time. So oh, that sounds like an equation. Yeah, yeah. It's actually an equation. Yeah. So your exper the experience that you have in a journey is uh, you, you have either explicit or implicit. You have things that you want to know. Um, and they may be, you know, burning questions like, uh, how do I resolve this issue? How do I get a new mortgage? You know, how do I, how do I run a defibrillator? Like they may be very emotionally charged questions, or they could be very casual questions. Like, you know, how should I spend that? Like the implicit question of, I've, I've got a half an hour lunch break. What should I watch on, on YouTube? So these are all kind of, uh, questions that the, the user has. And, um, what we tend to do as content people is kind of list them out in a flat list and say, okay, we one, you know, what, what do people want to know? Or even worse, what do we want to tell people? And then let's create content for that. Whereas mapping out uh, an experience as questions over time actually takes account, into account the fact that there's a human being who uh, doesn't have all their questions at once. Um, questions may lead to to responses, responses may lead to more questions, and there's an evolution across that journey. So customer journey mapping is uh, being systematic about figuring out what kind of questions are going to kind of going to come from what kind of people in what kind of situations, and how do we uh, visualize that as a as a team so that we can strategize and prioritize what we should do about it. All right, questions over time. I love that. 
So you, you mentioned that a lot of us, what we do right now is we just kind of put our questions on a list. And this would be the, uh, the thing that you remind us on Twitter so often how much you hate. This would be an FAQ, right? <laughs> That's the worst way of responding to the list is going, people have a list of questions. And then let's have a bucket called answers to questions. Yes. Um, I think the frequently is the part that I rail against most uh, because mm-hmm. I think we all know that most frequently asked questions lists are, are um, uh, really, I've actually I've stolen this from a, from a colleague, um, uh, Rob Puncelli of Content Kings. He says that frequently asked questions are uh, brand preferred answers. <laughs> the, um, so I, I, I follow you there. I think there are some in, instances where I find them to be really helpful. Um, so like I was recently doing something where I was, um, I was going to kind of an event and I had some questions and I went to the frequently asked questions and they got answered. I was like, I was sitting there, I was thinking, man, Nas, what's going on with this? I got my questions answered. This can't be that bad. So you have an alternative to this though, which is this customer journey mapping. So like, what is the difference between, you know, scheduling out questions over time and mapping them out versus listing them? Like what's the difference between a map and a list, I guess, uh, in your world? So uh, I think we've talked, I don't know if we talked on this podcast, but we, you and I have talked in the past about my, the, my 4D content concept. So um, customer journey mapping emphasizes uh, the time dimension of content, which is mm-hmm. questions over time. Uh, what I think that we also need to do when we're analyzing questions over time is consider depth. So when I, when I'm, researching at the beginning of a, of a uh, let's say, um, my, my journey, I may only want, you know, initial answers. You know, I want, as you, as we started at the top of this podcast, you know, what's the Twitter, Twitter length version of what the customer journey map is. So you're teeing up this information and the people who are listening to this podcast can listen to that Twitter length version and go, okay, well, this sounds like a topic I want to keep listening to. We do the exactly the same with written information. We do exactly the same thing with presentations any type of content we consume today, if we have the option of, of bouncing out, then we want to, we want to be presented, um, you know, that the tip of the iceberg understanding of that. And if we're interested, we'll continue to dive uh, into the topic. And so, in customer journey mapping, we are considering the questions, uh, and, we're, and we're considering the sequence they might come in, and thinking, oh, well, how much. How, how big, how deep, how detailed of an answer is the person actually going to care about at this stage in their journey? Um, and if you, can, if you think about how this maps uh, to information design, content design, you can think about, you know, what is the bit that actually is worth putting on Twitter? What is the bit that's worth putting in a LinkedIn post or a blog post? What is the bit that's putting, worth putting on a landing page versus the home page versus, you know, uh, a portal page about a topic and all these different uh, um, different kind of contexts where you might say, yes, they have the question. Yes, they want the answer at this time. So it's the right answer, right right, uh, right answer for the right person, right time. Uh, but their, their context within their journey might be different and they might not want the same depth. So we have to consider uh, all these factors when we're creating answers to questions and, and thinking about how they'll be presented, uh, depth and time. And I think customer journey mapping is a great way to look at it from the customer's perspective rather than looking at it as an editorial checklist of, yes, I've put up all the answers to the questions that we're getting. There you go. Um, 
and if we're really nice, we give them a search box, <laughs> or uh, they can they can filter them. Filter box. Yeah, but yeah. that's not designing. Uh, that's not designing for good experience. That's kind of keep giving people a dictionary with a search box over it, and that's not uh, that's not optimal. Yeah, that's like 14th century experience, right? <laughs> Basically. So you so when you sit down and you do these journey maps, you really don't start with the questions, though, right? Like you start with like. The, the direction a customer goes through the process of interacting with whatever it is you provide, your brand, your service, your product. Is, is that right or am I getting that wrong? Well, let's start, let's go back to the, the definition. So we're, we're going, we're doing customer journey mapping and we're taking uh, a, an objective that one of our uh, audience personas is going to have. You can call them user roles if you want. I'm not I'm not super picky about terminology. Uh, what I want to be clear is we're taking a, a, our understanding of a human being and that, that person has an objective. So, and we are saying that our brand is somehow relevant to that objective. We can add value. This is an opportunity for us to interact with this individual along their journey. And so we're trying to map out w- what their experience looks like so that we know where we should show up on that journey to add value, um, to uh, ha- take advantage of business opportunities, to build that relationship. So the, what, we're, what we're starting with is uh, not necessarily just a list of questions, but a who and a where are they trying mm-hmm. to go? So what, what I, when I set up a customer journey mapping workshop, I say, who, who, are, the, who are the users? Well, who was the audience we're talking about? Either you know, mm-hmm. roles or personas. Personas I prefer, but if you don't have personas, just you know, give me a, like a job role or some way to identify this person, like student, Mm -hmm. doctor, nurse, salesperson, like whatever they're, you want. Content strategist. Yeah. Content strategist, you know, they're going on an event. What, what are the, and then where are they trying to get to? Then with, with the, with the objective in mind uh, and the person in mind, we start to figure out then questions over time and they can come from anywhere. So they can come from search engine logs. They can come from uh, call center logs. They can come from user research and interviews anywhere where you're getting, uh, uh, you know, talking to salespeople, talking to trainers, get you centralize as much of the information uh, you can about what your customers are actually asking. So I'm picturing you have situations like people in situations and you have um, predicted or at least known or known or predicted outcomes. Um, and that you're trying to connect those two things with a journey between mm-hmm. those two things. Right. Exactly. And the kind of like what, the way that you're describing is it sounds like once you have a, you know, kind of a set of on both sides of that, you almost always go and start more or less an investigation. You know, it's kind of like, you and you turn over um, all the digital data. You go and you kind of like, you know, um, interview or interrogate people. You know, depending on um, how aggressive you are with talking to your sales guys about what they're seeing. Um, and it's it's almost like running an investigation. Is that does that sound right? Yes. And so um, I, I said I think at the top of the set, at the top of the at the top of the uh, chat here that this is already a big thing in other areas. So. Um, a lot of your listeners will be going, well, that sounds like UX research. Uh, and yeah, yeah, exactly. So w- customer journey mapping is already huge in product design, in uh, uh, interface design, in, um, in the whole UX world. And what I keep telling people is content is a product. 
So anything that the UX researcher does to understand how to optimize uh, their product for the market and anything that a UX researcher does to prioritize their efforts in terms of features and functions, you should be doing for content. Because you, you have the same thing. You have, a, totally. you, have an, you have an audience, they have an objective, and your information product can help them. So how should that experience look? And that's what customer journey mapping is. And you can do it collaboratively with UX, you know, if you're if they are involved, because they probably aren't thinking about content, but uh, you do you need to.